Brummett here with Allie Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, did you get punched in the nose this weekend? Yeah, I did. I actually had swollen from, from uh, a fight that I was in. <laughs> no, I have a funny story about this 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 nose. You know, our thing is going to be always about mar- be about marketing, right? Always ABM, always be marketing. But let me take this off so I don't look ridiculous, too ridiculous. But um, too ridiculous. I, I, yeah, I was in um, my daughter, uh, the poor kid. She has a thing called NF. NF is called neuro. For, uh, neurofibromatosis, which she develops these little tumors under her skin. She's had it since she's an infant. And um, we we have to do minor surgeries at times to have them removed if they're painful. And um, she also has to deal with all sorts of stuff. Thank God, though, she's 18 and she's missed all the milestones. Like, you know, that you worry before this age, it could affect her eyesight. Before that age, it could affect her hearing and, and so on. And she, she could be a slow learner and all of that stuff. But we've missed all of that. And she's actually bypassed it also. We've been so lucky, thank God. But um, this, this red nose, um, we were in the hospital and she was in recovery and they have these clowns in, in um, North Shore, uh, LIJ is the name of the hospital. And they walk around cheering up the kids. So I goofed around and, you know, her mom was with me. And I said to the, to the clown, I said, hey, where do you get one of those rubber noses? And she reaches in her pocket and puts it on my nose. And, I'm, and she's like, there you go. So when I woke, when my daughter woke up, I'm wearing this nose. And, and she like, she looked at me like the scaredest face and she sees my nose. She's totally still in under anesthesia. And she just reaches up, grabs it and throws it across the room. And uh, anyway, I'm just thinking of all the different impactful things in my life. She might now be afraid of clowns or something like that. I don't know, but, but just due to the, <laughs> to the red nose. But it was just one of those moments where, um, and, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because little things stick in people's minds, right? Little things could make all the different change of perception. And, um, you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about, you know, how people sometimes buy Facebook posts and social media. They could they could really hurt themselves or help themselves. Um, I, I don't know what else you want, what other topics you want to talk about as far as marketing as well. But maybe because you, you're an expert at Facebook, you in our program, the Next Level School Owner uh Club, you have a whole Facebook marketing uh, report, um, which is on how to do it and, and how to do the effective ads. So why don't, why don't you start off and give us some opinion and then also whatever topics you want to cover. Yeah, I just wanted to remind everybody just real quickly that there were already two already be marketing or always be marketing um, uh, podcasts that we did. So you can go to schoolandertalk.com uh, and get those. If you um, are on the live broadcast, meaning Facebook Live, you can scroll down and over the past few weeks, we did uh, did the videos for those as well. And I just want to remind everybody that the first one was the big picture um, with regards to marketing. The second one, we actually went over individual marketing uh, uh, tactics, what we call or I call it at the least, um, stapled marketing events that every martial arts school should be doing um, at certain times of the year. In today's uh, podcast, I want to uh, give a few more minor staple at events, um, and, and some may consider them major. Uh, and then, yeah, we can get into uh, the Facebook and those other things too. Awesome. So um, I, w- I want to talk about at the beginning of the year, whether it is um, at the end of the year or beginning of the year, um, one of the things that you need to make sure that you're marketing for if you do these things is your uh, summer camps. Now, Allie, I know that you have an all-summer summer camp. I only yeah. have three, three weeks. And so for me, it's not a, um, it's not a major event for marketing. It's, it's a minor event for marketing. But for you, it is a major event for marketing. Either way, 
at least by September, excuse me, at least by um, uh, January, you need to make sure that you're marketing for that. Right. But I know that some school owners even do it during, um, you know, their holiday sale, which we'll talk about that in a little while as well. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, Allie, what is, what is your pros and cons to that? With Like, what do you well, guys do since you do an, uh, an eight-week camp and I only do, you know, yeah. three one-week camps? Well, well, first off, let me point out the first and most important thing if we're going to talk summer camp, and I won't get into detail and too much of the, you know, the intricacies. But um, I first started off with one week. So there are a lot of my coaching clients that don't do camps, and I encourage them to just do one week if they're not going to do anything else. Because not only is it a service to their clientele, it's also a really great moneymaker for the school, and, and it's pretty easy. And by the way, if you're a, a one-person team, you know, you're, you're all by yourself, you could get a few helpers. You maybe give the older teenagers a free pass to summer camp, and they'll become your assistants. So you'll have two or three people there the entire time helping you with kids, helping you organize and clean, and their, their pay is coming to summer camp for free. Um, I have a really good friend, and he does uh, one week of camp, and he makes massive money because he gets like 30 or 40 people, um, and he charges like two ninety nine, I think, for the week. Um, and so he does more than some people do on all, uh, you know, all four weeks of camp. Um, and then, and then I moved in from one week to three weeks, and now I do uh, this year. I'm doing ten weeks because that's what the calendar allots for the break. And, um, you know, it's a great thing. And we start marketing in January. We, we also don't forget we have the layers of marketing. So we do a spring break camp. We do a winter camp. We do a turkey camp. And each one of those camps markets the next camp. And then we call up and we say, hey, Mrs. Jones, you came to our turkey camp. Do you want to come to our winter camp? Hey, Mrs. Jones, you came to our winter camp. Do you want to come to our spring break camp? And then we give some discounts based on if they go to all of the camps, they'll save a little money. And then also on my – and by the way, they could check out. Um, my camp information right on my website. I have a specific website just for camps, and it's called Summer Adventure Camp Li, like Long Island abbreviated dot com. And they could check it out and see like how my camp is set up, what my schedule is like, my calendars, like the prices that I charge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But again, going back into it, Dwayne, it's all about layers, right? One thing leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next, and and we constantly have this continual flow of marketing, um, you know, throughout the year, which keeps people, parents knowing that, hey, listen, I could do this camp. I could do that camp. And I'm getting ready and geared up for summer camp. And my camp, last, last but not least, is so affordable that um, it's almost less than paying a babysitter to watch your kids. Plus, they're doing, you know, we have a very stringent and laid out curriculum. Parents love that. Um, I used to have camp where we kind of just do whatever. Some of my camp counselors would watch movies and all boring stuff. Now we have a very stringent, you know, quiet reading in the beginning of the day. You know, we go right into crafts. We have a craft lady comes in. She's one of our staff members. Then we go into a martial art class. Then we have lunch break. And then we do another martial art class. And then we have fun games at the end. So it's very regimented throughout the entire day, which makes it structured. And parents like that. They don't want to lose the structure. Well, I was so. going to say the, the layers that are involved with that, too, not just the camp itself, although we should be doing that if we're going to do camps, is then, you know, how do we market to those kids that are in that camp that aren't in our uh, martial arts system, you know, doing martial arts with us? You know, that's another way. Camp in and of itself is, is income, but the getting, getting the kids that don't go to your school to come to your school is a whole other thing. And so understand that that's part of it as well. Right. Um, now, you move into different holidays, such as, um, you know, we, uh, 
Valentine's. You know, you have some sort of Valentine's party or parents' night out or like I had an overnighter. Um, that's another um, minor marketing event to help you always be marketing uh, with. You know, um, we move into March. March, uh, there's minor marketing events that you can do in March. Obviously, you, if you want to do a parents' night out or, a, uh, you know, uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, whatever, um, with the St. Patrick's Day cards and, and, and all that stuff, um, you know, that's an option. I know usually in March is a big time for us with our Nerf, Nerf Wars that mm-hmm. we'll have a couple of Nerf War nights um, in March. So that's another, you know, income generator for the school. But even I have people that, that have signed up and that aren't even a part of our system, right, that come right. in and do Nerf Night as, uh, as well. And again, that's you know that's the layer of okay. Now I got them in to do this event. How do I get them to then get interested in order to sign up for my program? Um, but that's another minor event. And, and by the way, can I just point out it, it's the strategy of marketing. So I, I mean, Dwayne, I know you do this and I do it. And let me see if I have one in front of me. Um, but anyway, here here it is. Uh, I literally will lay out my entire year on these. This is come from Franklin Covey. Um, and it's like the whole entire year, it starts off, you know, across the top is January, and then it goes through December, and then the days of the month go across the page. So I literally will, you know, like, and I know you do this, or I don't know if you still do it, but you used to do it, you might take a weekend away and just go to a hotel and brainstorm. Or, you you know, Stephen, not Stephen Covey, um, Michael Gerber from the E-Myth calls it the dreaming room. And and I lay out all these things. And by the way, not all of them are going to come to fruition. It's just a goal to start off with. And um, the same thing goes, you know, like you're saying, well, in March I do a, um, a, a, you know, Nerf Wars, a series of Nerf Wars. Well, if you don't know ahead of time what you're doing, you can't market it. And then if, but if you do know ahead of time, you could then at that point basically say, okay, I'm doing my spring thing, and I'm going to attach a little blurb on the bottom that says if you buy now, you get it for half price on the summer camp, or you buy now, you'll get the winter break, or, you, you know, whatever the thing may be. Um, I sometimes, Dwayne, by the way, my, I don't know if you do this, but I, I go, hey, listen, if you've come to our summer camp, you get one parent's night out for free if you did the whole summer camp. So there are things that we give away to encourage people to do multiple events, and that's what's important. Again, going back to layers, it's it's basically the strategy of marketing. Yeah, but yeah, most definitely. And so, um, you know, each month you can have some sort of thing going on. Um, in April, for us, we, we have our um, um, tournament, our inter-school tournament that we do, our in-house tournament. And then we also do a, a Teacher Appreciation Awards Night where we bring in the teachers from outside, and if that isn't marketing, I don't know what it, you know what marketing is then, because we bring those teachers in and we treat them like royalty, and there's a whole list of things that we do. But for sake of time, I, I just want to throw that idea out. Um, and then in, in, in May we do our anti-abduction course. Um, I do that towards the uh, end of of May before summer happens. And, you know, for me, it's, you know, the kids are going to be out summertime, more active, more opportunity to be, uh, you know, there's more opportunity that they're outside to be abducted. Not to say that abductions happen more often then, but I'm just saying that the opportunity because they're outside playing more often. um, So that's when I do it is, uh, is, is, is in, um, in May. Uh, And then of course we always, promote things anywhere from three to four weeks out um, yeah. in order to give us time to uh, to, to uh, promote those. 
Um, anything you guys do in April and May, some minor things? Well, we, we do, but can I, I also want to point out, I know I'm sorry, like I'm the pointer out guy, right? Like, you know, when, when you say things, there's so much going on. I just need to clarify what, what it is so that people don't miss the point because I'm hearing a lot of like little golden nuggets in these little things that you say that I think the average ears or average mindset might, might ignore or not hear. So, you know, layers is the first and most important thing, right? The second thing is, too, is knowing your themes of what you're going to be doing throughout the year in certain events, right? And then also you said another thing, which to me is a big one, is you said it's not only marketing to your people, your students, your existing clientele, but outside people, too. So, like, siblings and cousins and friends. So, for example, in my Nerf Wars, we'll do first member, you know, full price, siblings half price, and you could bring a friend for either half price or free. Now, I let the parents divvy it up however they want. Like, you know, first price, let's just say, is 10 bucks. Second person is 5 bucks, um, And the third person is 5 bucks. So they could divide the $20 up three ways if they wanted to, or the first person could do it. It's up to them and how they divide it up. But we want to also bring in those extra people and reach out and market to the community. And that's one big thing that you said that's, that's important for everyone listening to understand. It's not just about marketing to your existing people. Although that's your base, that's where you're going to get them all signed up. But you could always say, hey, bring a neighbor, bring a friend, bring a cousin. Who knows? They may join too. But you could make money on it and, and uh, extra dollars to help you, you know, make the event a success. But you could also get a new student. One or two new students out of it is a great, great deal. Yeah, absolutely. So I would, uh, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> implement those things, right? Implement those yeah. things. Um, June, uh, we don't really – uh, do much in June uh, besides the one summer camp. I don't know if you guys do any events. By that time, uh, I know for us, we are so busy because um, I offer daytime classes too. So, yeah. you know, my instructors are doubled up with things. So I don't necessarily have any extra events that I do in June. Well, um, let me, except let me, that we have a black belt testing, you know. Oh, that's okay. Let's, let's quickly, though, I think you do do some events. Um, and then you're forgetting. Number one is May. Uh, we do a Memorial Day parade um, where we go out and promote the school. But before that, on May 14th this year, is Mother's Day. So we do a Mother's Day training at my school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? And right. I know you do as yeah, well, right? Yeah. And, and not only do we do Mother's Day training, we give them all a free T-shirt. However, here's the genius of it. Um, and not saying I'm a genius, um, although I, I kind of am. No, just kidding. Um, but uh, I, I basically uh, will get sponsors on the back of the T-shirt and charge them 75 or $100, get four of them, and they cover the full cost of my expenses on T-shirts, and then I just give the T-shirts out to all the moms in the school, the grandmothers, for free. Um, it doesn't matter if they come in or not because some of them are just lazy and afraid to get on the mat with their kids but, or, or nervous of their you know, health or whatever, um, so I'll still give them shirts. Um, and then we do it Mother's Day training where the kids come into the classroom and the moms hold the pads for the kids and, and we do drills. And, 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 and that's my time, too, that I kind of get in their ear talking about how important it is that the kids don't quit and that they stay in it and they don't stop, et cetera, et cetera. And by the way, obviously, if we do Mother's Day, everything I just said is for June for Father's Day, which is on the 18th of this year. So those are two things that I know we both do. And then I also yeah. host tour tournaments throughout the year. Perfect. Yeah, I guess I, I, I thank you for bringing that up because we do yeah. do that. And I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. So um, anyways, uh, and then in, 
of course, we, you know, we're doing summer camps. You are doing the full yep. summer camps during the summer. Mm-hmm. We're doing one in June, one in July, and one in August. Um, in July, I'll have some sort of uh, uh, parents' night out or overnighter or something like that. And then August, I mean, uh, we're just doing our last um, summer camp. And I used to do this. I haven't done it in years. I used to, on Friday nights, and I don't do it anymore just because it doesn't fit into our schedule, but if you're a smaller school, this might work, is um, we used to do it where uh, we had a kickball tournament. And it was free. Nobody paid to be in it except, you know, I paid my staff to be there. And I had, you know, I don't know, five or six staff members have a team and I just put different people on their team. And then Friday nights, we would have two different games that would happen. So, you know, you have four teams on and two teams off that week. And then what what would happen is we would keep track of that tournament and the success. And then whoever the two top teams were come the uh, in August, the, the, the summer picnic, uh, then we'd have them verse each other at the summer picnic. So, mm-hmm. which, you know, we did that because obviously I wanted the, the, to build the picnic up. Um you know, but it was just fun. It was fun for the instructors to connect with the kids and stuff like that. Uh, the way that I have things structured now with my Friday nights, I'm not able to do that. Um, but it was, when we were smaller, you know, when we were, you know, only a, only a couple hundred students or 150, 175, whatever it was, you know, that was a little bit easier, a little more manageable. Um, uh, but it's it just an idea. Yeah, hey, those are great ideas. And by the way, um, you know, I, I wrote down a few things, you know, I'm trying to – think of things that I've done in the past and that I still do around those summer months is that we used to every year do a camping trip. Um, we used to go to Lake George and we would rent an island in Lake George and we would boat everyone over like enter the dragon and we'd sleep on the island for four days. Everyone had to bring everything they needed, food, you know, toiletries and so on. And we were surrounded by water. We couldn't leave. There were outhouses and we tented it. Phenomenal time. Some of my best memories were at that time. It was just so peaceful, but we did martial arts like ninjutsu. But you could do that in a much more organized camp, like my good friend um, David Nemiroff from Aikido Masters. He rents a huge place in Pennsylvania or, or some upstate New York, and they have cabins, you know, so you rent, and it's a little bit more luxurious, and, and they do training. The other thing I do, too, is an outside luau. I have a big grounds and land on my property from one of my schools. We have an outside luau. It's all mulched, and we do a party, and we have an outside DJ, and we do demonstrations. So that's another fun thing. And then special events, don't forget, like special events like you said, Nerf Wars. Or um, we just did, and I'm going to pop in a picture in a few seconds on the Facebook post uh, of a thing that we did last night, which was a charity fundraiser. And it was uh, at a place called United Skates, S-K-A-T-E-S, like roller skates of America. And um, they would let you sell tickets for 10 bucks. Everyone that you gave a sold a ticket to, you keep and retain the money. And then the rest of the money what they made was on the $5 skate rental and food and drinks and toys and all that other stuff. And we had 140 people on Saturday going to the skate thing. And we raised over $1,400 for our demo team for their competition season. So it's pretty cool, like little things like that. It might not be um, necessarily marketing for new students, but it's a synergy. And, you know, there's this kind of family bonding experience where outside events, bowling, bowling, you know, movies, you know, that kind of stuff creates an unbelievable dynamic. Right. And you bring up movies. I mean, that we usually with the big movies, we'll uh, rent the whole theater. 
I try to actually um, <clears throat> get the theater the day before it comes out. So usually it'll come out on a, on a Friday or something. And so we'll rent it for Thursday night and get a private yeah. showing. Um, and then I just have people pay me for the tickets and I don't make any money. It's just, again, right. it's, a, it's everybody gets a chance because they're involved with my school uh, to go see it early, you know, that type of thing. And by the way, uh, now if you're deciding to do something like that, you can maybe work a deal at the movie theater that if you rent the theater that morning, they'll let you have a booth all day and you can sit there throughout the rest of the showings handing out passes and other things and maybe even pay them a little extra money to do so. Um, I'm not doing it, although I'm, I've been kind of thinking more and more, but it's coming out quite quickly, is the new Power Ranger movie. Um, I saw the commercials for it. and it, Have you heard of it, Dwayne? I mean, it, it looks yeah, yeah. amazing. Like they redid it with like kind of like um, – a Transformers type, you know, upgrade, you know, not like the cheesy TV show, but like a real, you know, high end movie. So, I mean, it looks cool. I'm almost like going, I think I want to go see it, you know, that kind of thing, because it's got all the technology and everything. So that might be another one for people to do. Absolutely. So then um, moving into September, October, um, you know, for us, I do a bully prevention um, or anti-bully or bully buster or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's when I do mine. I do mine in September at the last week of September. I know National Bully Prevention Month is October or a week or something like that is in October. I don't actually do it on that week because it doesn't fit into my schedule. Right. Um, also, be, also because uh, September for us, a- end of August, like the last week of August, beginning of, beginning of September is when school starts. So I want to do it as, as soon as as close to the beginning of school as I possibly can, but I want to give about a month to be able to market while the kids are already in school so right. that if there has been any problems that have come up, uh, those parents can get involved as well. Um, and then, of course, that's a, you know, for me, that's a free event just like the uh, anti-abduction is. Um, and what we're not talking about is specifics. So let me just throw some things out. You've you got to get on the radio. Uh, You've got to get some press with it. You've got to do press releases. If you can get on television – um, you know, like when we, when we did this, uh, for, for one of our clients, uh, Kenny Bigby, we got him on, uh, the, uh, the, uh, Indianapolis news cause he, he's close to Indianapolis and, and, uh, they came out and did a video and, and he got a lot of, a lot of good publicity from it. And then not to mention, he's got that video for the rest of his life, um, you know, attached to him and his school. So anyways, we, we, we do anti-abduction, um, as well. And then um, moving on into October, obviously, and I think we talked about this in the last call, uh, but, but uh, Halloween passes, you know, that has to be a staple thing. It's a minor event, major event, depending on, you know, the size of your school. Either way, it's an event that needs to happen. And then moving into um, uh, November, your holiday sale. Even though it's not getting you extra students uh, outside, it's getting that buy-in back to your school from your existing students. And that would be where your branding and your apparel and all that other thing, uh, all those other things are involved. You were going to say something. Although, again, I'm, I'm going to just add to what you're saying because, uh, you know, you do get outside people because we both do, and it was your idea, and I kind of borrowed it, was the karate for Christmas or karate for the holidays, and then we actually market to the outside world to get them to come in to our schools. And then we also sell those passes to existing members to give away as Christmas gifts. And then we also do karate holiday karate passes for like one week free. And we have beautiful envelopes and we give as many of them out to people to give away. And they're worth 50 bucks. So if people see that value, they're actually giving away a $50 gift certificate. They don't have to buy it. 
they give it away. Yeah, what I, yeah, what I was specifically talking about is your actual holiday sale, meaning, you know, selling gear, selling uniforms, selling kick pads, all that other stuff. That's right, right, specifically but, what but, I was talking about. Yeah, but I sell within that. Like we we'll sell private lesson packages, we'll sell memberships. So, but I agree with you. And and by the way, we have a great product on, you know, um the uh retail wonderland. And it's not just holidays, right? That's by the way, we can do a whole nother conversation on this one, but it's retail all year long, how to get your retail operation up. You know, you're literally wearing multiple hats on, you know, and one of them is you're a school owner, the other one is you're a store owner. And you're, you could sell to the outside community, to other martial arts schools. That's what we do, online website. I mean, there's so much going on in there. And, and you're right, though, Dwayne. Retail is probably, wouldn't you say, the most ignored section of a martial arts school? Um, you know, I walk into schools all the time, and I ask them, you know, hey, how much extra for that dust and that gray tinge on that fighting gear that they haven't changed or moved or cleaned in seven years? You know what I mean? So we have to really start to learn and by the way, we're sitting on we're sitting on um, you know a, uh, a gold mine, and that we don't know about, and or some people don't care about. So it's important to right. uh, really get on it. Yeah. And I think maybe what we do is we do a uh, a part four of always be marketing, and let's talk about the the, the social media aspect because I know the length of this one is is coming up to an end, and I don't want to make this one very long. And why don't we break it up and do do one with the social media aspect on the next one? How's that sound? I love it. I love it. Yeah, we'll talk more about Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff and, and you know, free groups and et cetera. Right. And even the old thing called email that still works. So <laughs> Right. 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 Yeah. Text messaging. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, stay tuned for our next uh, next uh, call slash uh, Facebook Live with regards to uh, Always Be Marketing, where we talk on part four about that aspect. And, and um I just want to remind everybody, if they go to schoolownertalk.com, they can get information on the other calls. You know, uh, part one and part two is all there. You can also subscribe uh, there, whether you have an iTunes device uh, or, or an Apple device uh, and or an Android device. And, hey, we still have um, a few of our uh, webinars that we recently did. One, one is uh, Getting Students Quick. Uh, and then the other one was uh, Discover the Six Steps to Implementation. So they're both there. Uh, they're replays, so they are up there for a short period of time, so you can watch those. Allie, I, I appreciate you, man, and we'll, we'll talk on the awesome. next one. Okay, Dwayne, have a great day. Everybody, thanks for listening.